Small Town Big Business, our special New Year's episode. This is a podcast about doing big business in small towns in the Midwest. I am your host, Allison Hassler, owner of Southern Illinois Vacation Rentals. And I am Russell Williams. I'm director of Ethos, small business incubator and co-working spaces. We're so glad that you've joined us today. We're, of course, located at the Citadel building here in downtown Marion, Illinois on Tower Square Plaza, as usual. And uh, small town big business, of course, is... uh, interview format, but we're going to be doing something a little bit different today that we're going to tell you about in just a second. do want to thank our sponsors for how you've supported us in 2021. Fowler Heating and Cooling, thank you so much. Arcadia Wealth Group, the Black Diamond, Harley-Davidson and RV, Watermark Auto Group Foundation, Swinford Media Group, and of course, Union Street Arts. Yes, we appreciate you. We're going to kick it back a little bit and be a little bit more casual, talk about a little reflection of 2021. I love doing that. I'm excited. I'm excited too. Well, you came up with the idea. Yeah. But I have to do say that through the John Maxwell training, we've done reflection for the past few years. He's taught us how to reflect yeah. on the past and kind of grow towards the future, which is sort of what we're talking about today. Yep. But you listen to podcasts and you may have got the idea from that or yeah oh wow well we took a little trip as a family we snuck out of southern illinois got a little bit of warm weather the other week and uh during the road time we're usually listening to headphones we'll take breaks every now and then but everybody kind of has their own thing going on to get through those long long trips so i got to catch up on a lot of my favorite podcasts and it really motivated me to give you this pitch idea of like, let's get together. Let's talk about who we've interviewed, what the plans are for next year. And really just that reflection of 2021, where we've been, where we're going on a personal level, on a professional level, and really what's in 2022 for us. Well, and a lot has happened this past year yeah, between the both of us. A lot. Including this podcast. Can you believe it's been six months since we started Small Town Big Business? That's crazy. It's amazing what six months can do. Yeah. I mean, we were looking for a medium that we might send out the message about what a great place Marion, Illinois is to live and do business. And then you came up with the concept of interviewing, you know, small business owners really throughout the Midwest in small towns. Mm -hmm. And what does it take for them to thrive? And so we've listened to a lot of stories in the last six months. Yeah, there's, you know, it started with that premise of what barriers are there for people that are sitting in traffic, sitting disgruntled in, you know, heavy traffic, miserable, that would love to start a business and, but they're just not really feeling this, you know, really urbanized area and really interviewing successful business owners is the best way. I feel like the best way, hear it from them of how they do it. How do they thrive in a small town and knowing what those benefits are to being here? Because I love being in a small town. I wouldn't trade it for the world. Um, And how they can benefit from being in a small town like Marion. Yeah. And we've interviewed 16 different business owners some of them single business owners, some mm-hmm. of them couple business owners. And we're, let's talk a little bit about that. What was your favorite episode so far? Oh, who, who has it been? 
I know we were, I knew that you were going to ask me this. I, so one of the things that I really loved is seeing the yin and the yang between business partnerships. So we, we interviewed, you know, Rodney and Shad from Harley Davidson. We interviewed Josh and Jared from Crown Brew, Troy and Katie from Seasonings, Sean and Jesse from Level 7, Pedro and Anthony from Yellow Door, and Lindsay and Tim from Deliciously Ordinary. And every time that we had a couple here, you know, whether it's a partnership or a husband and wife team, you could see the yin and the yang. Like there was definitely this... Uh, you know, each one of them having their own strengths and each one of them having a very different personality. And I think that that is so fascinating to watch. And I just, I loved interviewing those, uh, those partnerships. One of my favorite though was Tennyson Tanner and Jonah Atkins with Gorilla Films. And it showed that in and it really came to mind for me is that interviewing Tennyson, he is a quiet guy. Mm. Like he does a very public, you know, Gorilla Films is a very public uh, entity, working with a lot of people and working with a lot of different clients. Um, but he's a really quiet guy. And yeah. then Jonah is more of an outgoing yeah. personality, uh, talks a lot more. And I thought that that was really fascinating to watch. And it really honed in to me on a personal level yeah. that that entrepreneurship and small business ownership isn't a box that you have to fit in. Yeah. That you can be any kind of personality you don't have to be type a you don't have to be type b you don't have to be enneagram seven or a nine or whatever yeah that it takes all kinds and i think that that was really important to see and witness and we found we found that with them yeah uh, but we also found it with other couples too where where you had one who was the creative yes and so that's where you maybe have more the introvert somebody who is you know, much more focus inward creativity and then partner with somebody who's much more the public person or even the business manager. Yep. And we've interviewed some that had both of those gifts, but the couples tend to be different, right? Yes. Especially in uh, Level 7 Sports, one of our most recent yep. interviews was the Vaughns, Jesse and Sean yep. Vaughn. And yeah, two distinct personalities. They knew that. And then we've we've also asked a question with some of our single business owners, mm-hmm. how is your wife involved in this or how is your husband involved with mm-hmm. this? And they're like, they're not. <laughs> they <laughs> right? do their own thing. They might have another small business or yeah. they might head in a different direction. So I, I, I had fun learning about that too. I did too. Yeah, I think that it's really great to see that there that we've we've interviewed so many different strengths so many different personalities and each one of them have a very different vision of what success looks like for their business and there's no right or wrong yeah difference uh you know their vision for success and their uh, their definition of success may look very different from one industry to another or one small business to the other and i think that that's really fascinating and i think that that's what is so beautiful about entrepreneurship and owning your own business. You know, my, my version of success 
this past year is very different than what my vision of success for 2022 looks like mm-hmm. for my own business. Yeah. And that's that's really exciting to be able to constantly change and see the change in other businesses as well. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite episodes, Allison, I think were the interviewing some investors in the town of Marion, Illinois. And I think yeah. this is could be typical of other small towns where you have very successful professionals, uh, mm-hmm. business owners. And we had Jeff Mayer, who, of course, yeah. is owner of, of Marion Toyota. And we had Steve Fowler, yes. uh, Fowler Heating and Cooling. And I really didn't know them very well. In fact, I didn't know Jeff at all until we interviewed him. I just met him the day before. And then Steve, I would see him out on the on the square, but really didn't know him and his business that well either. Yeah. But here's two guys that really loved loved this town, mm-hmm. and they wanted to invest in the redevelopment of the town, in specifically purchasing buildings mm-hmm. on the square. Um, both of them over 100 years old, I believe, the Goodall Building and yeah. also uh, what's known as the Woolworth Building. It's many, many names, many businesses, um, and, and they... There are neighbors here at the Citadel building, but to listen to them and what, why they were doing what they were doing, what, you know, not just a love for an old building, but really wanting to see the revitalization of their town and yeah. bringing business back where it might've been before, but really a new generation. And that new generation, mm-hmm. we interviewed the new generation too, right? With Jeff Mayer, we interviewed Tammy Chandler, who's Granny Puckett's Cupcakes. Yep. And that, that business is coming into the Goodall building. And to listen to Jeff give that story, and then the next time we interviewed Tammy and hear her yeah, and how, her how they the partnered together, really. And yeah. and then same for Steve Fowler. And, and, and so in his building, he's moving in uh, Troy and Katie Karcher. That's the plan. With Seasoning Bistro. With Seasoning Bistro. Mm-hmm. And listening to both sides of the story and how they came together to be partners. And I think that's really, really cool because how that happens sometimes is, I guess, magic, maybe. But a lot of it's um, just visionaries, uh, Mm -hmm. creatives getting together, uh, people that want to take a risk and step forward, and then people that will support them to do that. I love that part. I I do too. And talking about Jeff and Steve Fowler and then, you know, and also my former boss, Mayor Absher, uh, with the investment of Ethos, uh, with the Watermark Foundation, there's been a lot of interviews that we've had and and Rodney and Shad as well, Mm -hmm. that when I see it as a crawl, walk, run, that we get to interview everybody at a different stage in their businesses. And these, these business owners that are in reinvesting in their community, they're, they're kind of at that run phase of their own businesses. They're very successful businesses that have been able to grow. And it's been so interesting to be able to interview those that are saying, you know, we're running a well-oiled machine here. So now it's time to come back and reinvest into other small businesses. And that's been really, really exciting to be able to interview those at this, you know, 10,000 foot view that are saying, now it's time for me to be able to help others and do it in a way that benefits the whole community by reinvesting purchasing old buildings redevelopment and that's been that's been super exciting to watch that is well before we leave the topic of the podcast and start talking a little bit more about our own projects Mm -hmm. that we each have going and support each other in 
What do you think is coming for the podcast, Small Town Big Business, here in 2022? You know, I think that there's there are so many different directions we can go. I I want to stay focused on interviewing and sh- sharing the stories. And I love the origin stories most. That's my favorite part, is hearing the origin stories of successful business owners and how they got started and really uncovering what it is that they love about working in a small town. Now, we have a pretty long list. We've got a list of people that we can contact now. We've had people contact us. Yes, and we have people contact us. So we could probably fill all of next year with people that are just in the Marion community, but I think that we can branch out and serve the greater Southern Illinois area and interview others from the other towns that are surrounding this area. Maybe even nationally or even in the Midwest, if they're not even in Illinois, that we can interview others. So I think that there's a lot of lot of different ways that we can go, even yeah. geographically. Um, but I love being able to share their stories and be able to uh, uncover what it is that makes them tick. And yeah. I, I just love being able to have the budding entrepreneur on. And then we have our Uh, successful entrepreneurs that have been doing this for years and years and years with their well-oiled machine that are continuing to reinvest. Those are really fun interviews as well. So I think that we'll probably be continuing down the same road that we are. Um, We have toyed with the idea of doing the, uh, doing online interviews, right? So that, that's a possibility. Uh, That one will have to break the fourth wall and get, uh, <laughs> yeah, Luke can do get that for Luke us. to to help us Our with producer, that. Our producer Luke O'Neill. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'd also love to do some specials, yeah. if you will, yeah. of uh, people who are considered small town business experts. You know, Ooh. they may not be currently a business owner in a small town, but mm-hmm. they've helped small businesses get started, yeah. and they might have a wider view of what's happening in the Midwest for small towns. Yeah. We know some of those folks, like over at Codify, Kate yep. Gerardo and James Stapleton. Yeah. Right. We, I'm thinking out loud here, but I yeah. feel like we could take some of the service offerings that are offered at Ethos, mm-hmm. bring them on as subject matter experts and interview them. Absolutely, too. Yeah. And we've actually had, I, I didn't know this existed, but podcast recruiters contact us. These are headhunters that mm. introduce a, a podcast guest. Uh, yeah. People that are, you know, maybe an expert in certain parts of business, and they go from podcast to podcast, talking about their book or talking about their expertise. Nice. Okay, I'd love maybe to venture into that a little bit in twenty twenty two and do an interview. I think the possibilities are endless. Yeah, I think that'll be great. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, one of the other things that I want to talk about for mm-hmm. our twenty twenty two podcast mm-hmm. is listening to our listeners, right, and inviting them and inviting them. Yeah. Give us feedback. To give us some feedback. Yeah. Of course, I want the five-star reviews on and wherever you're listening to podcasts. Exactly. So I'm going to throw that in Do there. It. Do it. Say it. However, I would love to know if we're asking the right questions. Right. Are the interview questions that we are asking our, our business owners, mm-hmm. are they the questions that people want to hear answers? Yeah. So if you have other questions that you're you want us to dive deeper into a certain area, 
I'd love to hear that. Yeah. So that's one of the things that I would like to be able to solicit some feedback from our, our listeners yeah. and let us know if we're on the right track. Yeah. And because we do this for you, of course, I do it for myself too, because I love interviewing the, the podcast interviewees, but I would love to hear what it is that people want to hear. Right for our podcast listeners. Well, and if, if you're a small business owner and you'd mm-hmm. love to be one of our guests, you know, like you said, yeah. we have a, we have a list and, uh, but we still are looking, yep. right? And so we'd love, variety is what we love. You know, yes. we talked about the diversity of, of the, our guests and uh, we're looking for that and we're looking for success stories. Mm-hmm. We're looking for people that have struggled and, and yeah. come out ahead too. So those would be, if people want to contact us and, and, and we can invite them to be part of the show that'd be great that sounds wonderful all right let's move on okay so we're going to turn the page and talk a little bit more about our projects that we have coming up in 2022 and quite a bit of excitement there too there is i'm gonna let you start okay well as part of the reflection for 2021 i never did make a um a public announcement on our podcast anyway but i transitioned out of my role from uh, the city community uh, community Programs Director, mm-hmm. working City for of the Marion, Mayor. Illinois. Yep, City of Marion, Illinois. I transitioned out of that role this year and into working full-time for myself. So those are big steps. And maybe I know that I would have to be way down on the list because we have so many great interviews, but I would love to come on this story, the, it, come back on and talk about what that transition looks like because that's yeah. a scary step. That's yeah. It took me... Even though I knew in my heart my calling was coming and my time was limited, it was really, really hard to make that decision because there were so many, so many great things at the city that I love to do. But I also knew that my heart was in entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. and making that transition out onto my own. So now my husband and I, we both work for ourselves. Mm That's a scary thing in itself. Full time. Full time. Plus. So, yeah, and plus. <laughs> so Southern Illinois Vacation Rentals is now ran together. My husband and I run the business together. Uh, that's a whole different ballgame than running it by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, that has been a really, really interesting transition to go from having a, a side hustle and a side income to going all in. And my goal was to double in size on in 2021. And that was going to be my marker of when I need to step out and do this full time. Mm-hmm. I surpassed that goal about September of last year. So I knew that my time had come to an end with the city. Mm-hmm. So I did that transition. And now that I have been able to you know, really focus my entire being on my business, my goals have shifted for 2022. So I have uh, some very specific goals, like doubling in size again for 2022. But I also have some very other, um, other specific goals for professional development for myself. Mm -hmm. So I have a few, a few financial goals, but also I also want to become a subject matter expert in Southern Illinois tourism. Mm. That is one of my passions. I love it. I listen to my um, 
to my clients and I understand why they're coming here. I want to be able to re-give that feedback out to the decision makers that are making uh, tourism successful in Southern Illinois. So that's one of them. I don't know what that looks like, whether that's sitting on a tourism board or if it's in a different capacity, but tourism advocacy is a passion project for me in 2022. Uh, So yeah, there's a few other things, some off the wall things that I really want to do. I love storytelling. I have mentioned to Luke that I want to partner and do a story slam. So one of my favorite podcasts that I listen to is called The Moth. They do story slams. It is, if you remember, and this is going to age myself, but in the early 90s, it was super popular to go to coffee houses Mm -hmm. and hear poem slams. So you would have open mic night and it was about poems. This is... Very similar. So you would kind of do an open mic night in uh-huh. those intimate venues like coffee houses and do storytelling. Yeah. So in a story slam, you can have a theme of the night. You know, let's say, for example, it's February and we do a theme on love. Well, that can be a really vague description of what kind of story you can talk about. You can talk about a mother's love for a daughter. You can talk about falling in love for the first time. You can talk about how you had your heart broken and you were able to mend it on your own and talk about self-love. And, you know, there's so many different really wonderful stories out there. And I think that everybody has a story to share. So I love listening to stories. I love telling stories. And so one of my personal projects that I'd like to do is to have a story slam in Marion sometime next year. That'd be awesome. I love that concept. I love that idea. Yeah. That's so cool. So what do you have on the docket? Absolutely. Well, um, of course, it was November of 2020 that I actually became the director of Ethos and started putting together that concept with our mayor, Mike Absher. What is that going to be about? And we knew that was going to be centered here on the square in the Citadel building, Mm -hmm. but an unfinished building um, with just second floor being available for like co-working and small small business incubator space. So I've spent a year... um, developing that concept. What is a co-working space? What is the small business incubator with you and other uh, investors? Uh, we've had kind of a, a small group of ideal makers and, uh, and we did a feasibility study yeah. uh, with a consulting group. And so that helped quite a bit. Um, we've applied for some grants in order to build mm-hmm. out the rest of the building. So most people that come into the building, even to the second floor, Allison, when I say there's three more floors above us that have not been uh, reconstructed uh, and and open, they're like that's unbelievable. Yeah, they don't know that. There's a lot of square footage here. There is. It's 3,900 square foot per floor, and there's five floors all together with the restaurant, the vault being yeah. on the first floor. And so our plan for this next year, 2022, I believe, is to build out the rest of the building. Wow. And so this is going to take some finances and might might take one of those grants, but we're hoping to give some good news here about one of those or two of of the grants or something like that. We don't know yet, Um, but that would be great to be able to start that construction project. Uh, upstairs. And Mm -hmm. so the the co-working spaces, we had a ribbon cutting just Mm -hmm. two weeks, beginning of November, December, when two weeks since we recorded this and uh, very successful ribbon cutting. It was. 
uh, we had a large crowd that was here, and it was very, very good. Some excitement behind that, too. Mm-hmm. So we, I've had several calls, uh, Facebook messages of people contacting, wanting to know what that small business incubator is all about. Yeah. And I've met with a few of them. I was able to give them some help, you know, connecting them with property owners or with CPAs. And I just, I love that. I, I love being able to help people in that, in that way. And so that's going to continue and that's going to become more of a formalized. We just met with one of our community college presidents, Mm -hmm. um, John A. Logan College president, and uh, and spoke with him about what business services, entrepreneurship classes, we might partner with them uh, to either offer here in this building or offer remote or maybe even the beginning on their campus and then transfer them back here. And how could we help? Not just the traditional college student, but those that might be coming back to college and wanting to earn either a degree or just the skills, not necessarily the degree, but just the skills in order to be an entrepreneur, to start a business. So Johnny Logan College was very excited about the potential of doing that. So we need to flesh out what that's going to be all about. That's exciting. And we have other partners that have been mm-hmm. in agreement to like the Small Business Development Center uh, of Illinois yes. uh, here on the SIU campus and the Small Business Incubator on the Southern Illinois University campus in Carbondale. Yeah. So we know that in order to roll out those business services, we need to do really two things. The vision is to use our own professionals like yourself, those that are entrepreneurs, and how can you give your mentoring, your advice, your mm-hmm. consulting on a variety of business topics to help a new startup uh, entrepreneur get get rolling. Yeah. Get get. And so part of that is using our own professional um, community leaders here in Marion, but also some of those business services already exist. Um, either at our community college or um, Southern Illinois University or some mm-hmm. other entity that might be able to partner with us. So we do plan on offering, you know, um, not just the co-working spaces, but also maybe access to capital to get businesses started. That's what people are looking for. Yeah. Some technical assistance. How do they, you know, get into web development or web management or anything else? E-commerce is a big uh, teaching and big possibility for mm-hmm. teaching here at Etho- Ethos. Um, product development and branding and marketing and it just goes on and on and so I need to formalize those that's the next step now that we've got the co-working spaces open and people are joining the membership of of ethos in order to be part of the co-working community here but also I need to this next year we'll dive into um, the small business incubation and how do you get new business started by giving them the support wow yeah. You've got a lot on your plate. <laughs> it's, it is so much fun to, to um, like I said, last, last year was more, from November until November of this year, was more of taking these concepts and trying to f- create the plan, the management mm-hmm. plan, um, and then partnering, you know, figuring out who's the community partners that would work best and, yeah. and beginning those relationships. And so those two things I think we have established and, and having the co-working spaces open is a big mm-hmm. achievement. But now we want to move more into the implementation implementation yeah. of, of those incubator. And we're going to have for my own leadership development that I can offer along with other partners, um, we're going to offer the ethos. I think it's going to be called the ethos group. Because it will have consultants and leadership uh, developers like myself, some professionals like yourself that is offering different services 
uh, through the brand of Ethos. I think that's great. Hello, this is Russ and Allison, and thank you for watching the Small Town Big Business Podcast. We also want to thank our sponsors for making this possible. We want to thank Fowler Heating and Cooling, the Watermark Auto Group Foundation, Arcadia Wealth Group, also Black Diamond Harley-Davidson RV, Southern Illinois Vacation Rentals, the Swinford Media Group, and of course our producer, Union Street Arts. You can join the Small Town Big Business community by subscribing to our podcast wherever you listen on your favorite platform. Subscribing is free and you won't miss upcoming episodes that are released every two weeks. And if you want to know more about the Small Town Big Business podcast or you want to know more about the Ethos Small Business Incubator co-working spaces here on Tower Square Plaza in the Citadel building, simply go to members.ethosmarion.org. Thanks again for being with us today. And now back to our show. We are starting actually this new year with some master classes and um, master uh, master groups, mm-hmm. uh, mastermind groups. Um, and so one of the first, first mastermind classes that I can go ahead and announce is that our friend Casey Lachelle, mm-hmm. who is well-trained by Second City in Chicago in, in improv and performance, she's going to have three different classes that are going to start in February and also continue in March. And they are, I would say they're more about presenting yourself well. Yeah. So how do you how do you look at yourself, reflect on your own experiences, and how do you draw from those strengths in order to present yourself well? And everybody mm-hmm. has to present, right? Whether it's presenting like us mm-hmm. one-on-one or in front of a camera, but also opportunities maybe to present to a group um, or to a a room full of people, uh, any of those things, you need to learn the basics of how to present well, which a lot of it is about your own self and the boundaries and barriers that you might have for yourself. Casey does a good job. I know we both have done. We've mentioned it before that we have, uh, we went through one of her classes and I don't know if it'll be the same or similar Mm -hmm. or if it's going to be a completely different way of setting it up. But that was probably one of my favorite one-on-one classes that I've ever had. Yeah. And this is not because Casey is paying me to say this because she is not. But wow, I learned so much about presentation and style and um, overcoming my own thoughts. It was just, it was a really, really fun fun class that I learned so much about myself that, uh, and, and the end goal was for us to have good conversation skills among ourselves while we're getting recorded. So there was a lot of really good pieces in there. And, but I think she can frame her experience and her knowledge into whatever type of communication that you need to have for your own business, which is exciting. So Casey will be starting those classes, very small group of classes Mm -hmm. too, but just we're looking for five to six people to be in each of those classes, but she's going to offer several rounds. So anybody that wants to take the class can, and then masterminds, you know, um, we've talked about masterminds on the podcast a little bit, but it's a little bit more than coaching. It's a little bit more than facilitating groups, but it's more, how do a group of people connect together most of them business owners mm-hmm. or middle managers or sometimes CEOs of larger companies, 
getting together for about seven to eight weeks, one time each week, and concentrating on a subject, which is usually leadership development or team development, Mm -hmm. and then reflecting with each other about what they've learned and how can they get over their own boundaries and barriers and challenges and and go after opportunities. But being able to do that with somebody else. Yeah. You know, there's something to be said about masterminds. And, you know, I... We have talked about it before on here that I have been part of your mastermind, several of them, and even co- co-led one mm-hmm. with your wife, Rocio. Yeah. Uh, I love them because even if you, even if you've never, so th- I really want to talk to anybody that has never been to a mastermind, yeah. have never been to a group setting on leadership development, yeah. wh- whatever you want to call it, but y- yours are masterminds. Number one is that I listen to a lot of successful business owner podcasts. Every single one of them that are making millions of dollars and have very successful businesses, multi-million dollar businesses, they still go to masterminds. They are still learning. The reason why is because once you stop learning, you stop growing. And you should never stop learning. The other thing about that is that, and what I get back from it, even even on the days where I feel like I didn't have enough time to go and I went, there's that concept of birds of a feather flock together. Yeah. And when you are surrounding yourself with like-minded leaders that are striving for more growth, mm-hmm. you're going to grow. Yeah. And that is powerful. Yeah. Every time that I would leave a mastermind, whether I was a student or a teacher, yeah. I was motivated to change the world. Yeah. Like it gets you excited. What and that is even on a personal level, like, you know, whether it's because I've gained some COVID pounds or whatever and I wanna get back into shape, mm-hmm. you know, you there is a different mindset and putting yourself intentionally around other people that are either in your shoes or a step ahead of you is a one of the most powerful and important investments that you can have. Yeah. So regardless of whether you're a business owner or not. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that peer-to-peer learning is a powerful tool. The the encouragement and the support that you get from a circle of friends, which is really what a mastermind is all about. Yeah. So one of the first topics that we're going to do next year for or this year for 2022 is uh is based on a book called um, The Five Dysfunctions of a Team. Mm. And it's a uh, it's a well-known book. It's been out for a little while. Patrick Lencioni is the author. Mm-hmm. So we're going to dive into this book and how to overcome those five dysfunctions of a team. Let me give you a secret it's all about the leader, ah! right? It's about, <laughs> of course it's, it about is. What, it's about what team members are looking for and yeah. how they achieve success. And so it's all about what leaders are able to provide for those, those team members. Yeah. So I'm excited about offering that for groups here in uh, Marion, Illinois. I'm excited to get back into Mastermind. Yeah. I'm excited. That'd be awesome. Going back into a reflection of the podcast interviews that we've had so far mm-hmm. and moving forward with the podcast, I, I feel like I have learned something every single time we've sat down with somebody. Same here. Even if it's a small piece of tactical information, I get really, really motivated. And I get excited easily. You can tell that. I, I get excited. 
However, I feel like there are there are pieces uh, that we can come go back into the interviews that we already have mm-hmm. and listen and pick out really tactical information. Yeah. Tactical, and when I say tactical, it is advice that you can apply today to your business. Yeah. And whether that's a step-by-step instruction or just a, some advice of getting to the right person quicker mm-hmm. than maybe what you had planned on doing, so in 2022, as we move forward, you know, I think that one of those questions that we could apply is what those, you know, we're, we are interviewing industry subject matter experts. Mm-hmm. So in their industry, we're, are, we're interviewing successful businesses. That means that they are a subject matter expert in their industry. Yeah. So I would really like to pull back that layer and see what it, what that one tactical piece of advice that they have yeah. that they can really let our listeners know that it can be applied to other industries. Yeah. You know, I think a really great example, we interviewed Tom Harness with mm-hmm. Harness Digital Marketing. He does a Harness Your Hump Day mm-hmm. Wednesday, and it is tactical pieces of information. Of course, he doesn't give away his secret sauce because then, you know, but he gives away information that is really, really valuable. Mm -hmm. I love listening in and trying to, you know, take the pieces that he provides and Mm -hmm. apply them to for my own marketing. Yeah. And I think that those we can layer that into our interviews uh, because we're interviewing people with a lot of knowledge and it has been shown just in the reflection of going back and looking at the interviews that we've already had that we can pull back that layer even further as we interview additional leaders. Right. And the companies that have shown us that, um, it doesn't matter where they do the business, Mm -hmm. right? And, 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 People don't care if they're in a small town or a big town or suburbia, whatever it might be, is yeah. that it's it's more about what they're providing, the product and the service. And they're so strong, like level seven sports. Yeah. You know, Jesse Vaughn said they have people coming really from around the world that is wanting mm-hmm. them to customize cars for them. And they do turn down people because they've got people lining up. and yeah. But that they don't know they're in Marion, Illinois, you know, and so they get the love and the, the I guess, all the luxuries, I say, that Marion, Illinois, small town of mid-America offers kind of a slowdown of life and enjoy family and friends and, you know, all yeah. the things that we've talked about on this show that people can enjoy in our region or in the mm-hmm. Midwest. But they're providing products and services for people around the world. And there's something to learn there, right? Yeah. There's some confidence to learn there that people can do that. But there's also know-how. You know how, how what what specifically does that take? Does it take a great website? Does who who is connecting you? You know all those questions that we had. You know I think you can dig dig d- deeper into those too. Yeah. Yeah. You know I listened to another podcast the other day that was talking about um, using and it's it is a lot about marketing, but you know marketing in and of itself mm-hmm. and getting a bunch of likes or getting a bunch of followers that didn't put food on the table. You know, we're in business to make money. 
And those are really important pieces too. You know, we don't, this isn't, it's not about a popularity contest. It's about changing the, the followers, the loyal customers and making those transactions so that you can have a great business. And I think that those are really fun pieces that, um, that we can talk about a little bit more on our podcast coming up. Absolutely. So, Allison, we probably have some listeners. I hope we have some listeners and viewers that really would like, okay, but how do I get started? So, Allison, what would you say to someone who wanted to start a new business here in Marion, Illinois? Oh, man. You know, and this maybe can be applicable to anybody anywhere that they are, whether they're in Marion or not. But, you know, if you have a vision of where you want to be five years from now or even a year from now, Breaking that down into tangible steps is the first thing that you need to do. You know, there's with going through the transition that I've been that I went through in the last six months of stepping out of a full time role into my full time role as a business owner. You know, that took a lot of steps and it may not feel like it at the time when you're looking at this big, huge mountain, and let's say it's that big goal of yours, whether, and if it's to start a business, going up that mountain and climbing up that mountain, it's just one foot in front of the other, right? right? You know, and I, this, I think this is a frozen quote, but just doing the next right step. Mm -hmm. And I have an example of that this, this past week and this, um, with part of my bigger vision for my personal business, which is um, short-term rental property management. Uh, It is not required to have a property management, or I'm sorry, a leasing agent's license in order to run short-term rentals or run short-term rentals for other people. I think eventually it'll come back down the pike. So I want to get ahead and I not only want to be a licensed agent for a, a leasing agent. Uh, but I also want to be my own sponsoring broker someday so mm-hmm. that I can uh, sponsor myself. Yeah. That's a, those are really, really big chunks. That's like looking at the elephant, right? That's right. so in November, I went to Chicago and took a test. It's the pre leasing agent license test mm-hmm. was able to pass it this week. I signed up, went over to Carbondale to Southern Illinois University and took the state test to get my leasing agent license. That was, I am not a, I am not a test taker. I do not like tests. (laughs) And it was nerve wracking. I had to study. It was, it was actually a a difficult test to do. I, I passed it. My next step is to apply for the license with a sponsorship Mm And those are all steps that take a lot of time, but there are so many other things that I can be doing while I'm getting those steps done. Yeah. So yesterday after I finished this test and I got my passing grade, it was one of those moments where I thought, you know what, I'm going to sit on this small cliff of the mountain and I'm going to enjoy the view. I know that I'm not way up here yet. Yeah. But I can also enjoy the view and see where I have come. And I think that's really important to keep in mind when you're moving towards your goals is to stop and reflect and see how far you've come. So if that is opening a bakery, 
you know, Tammy didn't start by having a, what is it, 5,000 square foot right. or seven, right. it's huge yeah. building. It was making cupcakes out of her house and bringing them to her, her coworkers and letting them give her feedback. Yeah. That was step one. Yeah. Step two was to start selling them mm-hmm. and finding a commercial kitchen. Yeah. Step three is to add people to help you grow. Yeah. You know, there's there are so many steps and they can happen really fast, they can happen really slow. Yeah. But that's where ethos comes in, right? Yeah. That's I think- where we're gonna help people grow and make those steps and turn that big elephant or that big mountain into tangible steps that they can take. Yeah, I think anybody that wants to take maybe a hobby into the possibility of a small business, I think they either need a coach or a mentor. A coach is a professional person that knows how to get a person from one step to the next step. A mentor is somebody that's different. Mentor is somebody that has already done the type of work that you may, or just a successful business owner that you can look towards for advice, but it's, it's different between coaches and mentors. But yeah, how do you take a hobby, maybe something that you love to do, meal prep, the cupcakes that mm-hmm. you mentioned, a product, they have a great idea, they've developed it, they've even given it away or sold it to a couple of people, but how do they scale that up into a business where yeah. they may have to find a place someday? Baby steps, right? It's, it's it about baby steps getting started. But actually, for many of us, that's a, it's not baby steps. It's a huge hurdle. Yeah. You know, from the outside, we can see small growth. And in reflection, mm-hmm. we can say, well, you know, it took me forever to get from point A to point B. But the fact is, is that you did get from point A yeah. to point B. What is it going to take for you to do right. that? And then from B to C and C to D until you reach Z, what your outcome yeah. that you want it to be a lot of times it takes somebody else to come alongside you give you a little bit of advice whatever your questions are whatever doubts and challenges that you might be to be able to talk through some of those and and to be able to receive some feedback yeah and so and you know one of probably the most one of the most powerful pieces of advice that i keep in mind when i am in growth mode Mm -hmm. is that that next right step should feel, it shouldn't feel like a big leap of faith. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it does, mm-hmm. but it, it doesn't have to be. If you have made the, the steps in order to be, it, it should feel like a natural next step. Mm-hmm. You know, my transition, I did say that it was a, a scary feeling to go out and, um, and leave a full-time job with benefits and that mm-hmm. steady paycheck. But the, the steps were already in place for that to be the next logical step, the next rational step in mm-hmm. order for my business to grow. Right. So it didn't feel that scary. It still is a little nerve wracking because mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's a big one, but it was the next right step. Right. And I think that taking, making sure that the pieces are in place for your business and mm-hmm. growth whether that's to take it from a hobby to a um, to a full-time business or if it is to take your full-time business and add team members, those steps can be in place and the resources that Ethos is going to offer helps you get those positions and 
be in that position to where it's like, well, of course, the next logical step is to hire somebody yeah. to do this so that I can expand over here. Yeah. And I think that that's really important to, to keep that in mind is that it should feel like the next logical step right. and not so scary. Yeah. Well, you're not by yourself. Right. Right. The last year and a half, two years of, you know, from March of 2020 to present day, a lot has happened. And I think that it has shown us that things, we can't take the future for granted. Right. There's going to be change. There's going to be a whole lot of hurdles to overcome in 2022. I'm sure of it. But I'm excited. I'm excited for 2022. And I think that there's a lot of really, really positive momentum that is happening that anyone can be a part of. There's a lot that's coming together at the same time. There's many different entities that are being placed at the same time. That's how I see 2022 is things that we have dreamed about, things that we have applied for, things that we would hope would happen it looks like right now in January of 2022 that many of those things are going to yeah. be coming together. Not to say there's not going to be obstacles and challenges. Absolutely. And, but that's how we all grow and that's how we become better. It'll be better than what we envisioned because we went through those obstacles mm-hmm. and challenges. But that's what I actually see is that many of the things that we've talked about, revitalization of our square here, uh, businesses being sold and bought and revisioning by new owners um seems like those pieces are coming together there's a lot of synergy there is and there's no good story without some struggle yeah (laughs) excited about 2022 i am too hey we want to thank uh all of our listeners and watchers for tuning in to small town big business here in 2021 being part of that small town community And we also want to thank our sponsors for making this possible every time that we record. And so, again, that's Fowler Heating and Cooling, Arcadia Wealth Group, Black Diamond Harley-Davidson and RV, Watermark Auto Group Foundation, Swinford Media Group, and, of course, Union Street Arts. And we want to thank Luke O'Neill for being our podcast producer and David Williams for being our post-production manager, dropping these Facebook posts with our videos. Well, you can also... See us on YouTube as well as any place that you listen to your podcast. So we are on Spotify, Google Podcast, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Podbean, and Apple. So in addition to seeing us on YouTube, you can watch us in any of those places. And what I will ask you to do is please subscribe and You can give us that five-star review if you'd like to as well. And you can catch all of our new Small Town Big Business episodes released every two weeks. If you want to know more about Small Town Big Business or this Ethos Project at the Citadel in Marion, Illinois, you can reach out to me. My email address is russell at watermarkethos.org. A lot of people contact us by Facebook. So Mm -hmm. that Facebook page is Ethos at the Citadel on Tower Square Plaza. And if you are a listener from outside the area or are you, you're you looking for things to do in the area of Southern Illinois, you can reach out to me at southernillinoisvacationrentals.com. And on the top of our page, you can go to Welcome Guide. That provides all of our personal recommendations of things to do, places to see, and food to eat mm. that supports all of our local businesses. Hey, thank you so much for joining us. 
This is Russell Williams. And Allison Hassler. Thanks for listening. Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs>